Hello guys, hi, welcome to the Two Dog Show. I'm Dr. Ellie. And I'm Dr. Inky. And welcome. Last week we had some very we had an interesting topic with with Faiz Dicky oh, last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was actually a very uh, eye-opening topic yes, on body yes. shaming. First hand, you know, a lot of times we speak of body shaming, but there's someone who is there first hand speaking about body shaming and not only is he just a regular person speaking on body shaming, he's actually an influencer, correct, someone with a correct. huge following. He's someone's already out there who yes. is actually, well, some people say part and parcel of being an influencer is you have to receive the good and bad. Mm. But that, despite that, he still felt it because uh, at the end of the day, he's also human. Yes. So right. we're going to talk about um, being human and, and one of the things that is affecting us all humans during this COVID times is... The economy and more closer to your heart will be jobs. Yeah, exactly. So the COVID has taken a toll in, on a lot of industries and a lot of businesses as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there are some businesses whereby they are able to scrape through. Mm-hmm. Right? There's of course some businesses that are doing well, but majority of the businesses aren't doing well. Correct. Whereby there are a lot of businesses who are forced to fire people or yep. even worst case scenario, forced to close down. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And we're not talking about you know small ones. Even large industries, Inky, large mm-hmm. industries are suffering. We have hotels which are, have yep. closed down. They have put it uh, as renovation, mm-hmm. and despite putting it in renovation, you don't see them renovating because they're not allowed to renovate. Yeah, because of the restriction, yeah. right? And then um, you get airlines that yeah, you have huge airlines huge who airlines. had to lay off all their staff. Obviously, majority of mm. their staff. You know, like the latest uh, one whereby Malindo had a lay of 2,000 2000 over yeah. stuff. And and it's just like an overnight decision. Mm-hmm. Well, not really overnight. It's been going around. But you have to give them credit. They did try to hold off for at least half a year. As long as possible, yeah. And, and during the second second at CMCO, they were no choice. Yeah, they had no, no choice. Really. Yeah, yeah, you have to think, when, when we think of our cars being expensive to, to, to finance during times which are bad imagine a plane yeah the planes yeah. are worse planes because are worse. you have to not only finance the planes yep. you have to make sure the planes are maintained maintained yeah you have so the engineering costs yeah you have, you, have your, you, have, you have your entire engineering costs mm-hmm. and then all your all your there's a lot of uh, consumables in mm-hmm. in a plane and on top of that of course you have the parking charges the whole parking charges yeah. Yeah. so parking charges are a hidden cost yeah. that we don't really yes. see yeah we don't we, see we, we, we thought it's like a car park in your house but Ooh, they don't have a right. house it's expensive to park your car in an airport is expensive they charge you by the hourly hour. rate yes. hour. and imagine if your one car you thought was expensive to find KLA one day is um, 44 ringgit yeah imagine, imagine that big space of a plane imagine a whole fleet of planes yes so so anyway coming back so today's topic we're going to talk about um losing your jobs and how is it like to reinvent yourself what are ways that you can reinvent yourself or or the whole reinventing thing Right, Inky. Do you have any friends who actually um, had, had job losses? Lo- the loss of jobs. Yeah, de- definitely. Um, a lot of friends of I, I, w- I would say there were a handful of friends of mine who mm. were laid off. Mm. Um, because g- there, there is it's a it's a double edged sword. Mm. When you're hired up in the management, mm-hmm. when you're hired in management, you, you know you lead a nice comfortable life. Yeah, you draw a big uh, big salary. Yep. One of the things that that the companies look at is if your salary is a little bit too much, right? Mm-hmm. And if by letting you go, mm. can they retain Saves. another mm. four or five people oh yeah. who would who, who can then run operations? Yep. And hence, a lot of high upper management people were laid off. Mm. And it's not easy because once you're upper management and you're laid off, your 
experience and your job scope has really narrowed you in such a way you're you're actually a specialist really you're a specialist you're in, in what you do you're, you're niche. very niche in mm. your industry yes and if your industry is affected mm. you know example like airline industry or oil and gas oil and gas if it's affected and no one else in your industry is hiring you're out of a job correct so what should you do once you're out of the job of course there is maybe if you're if you're lucky there is compensation packages mm -hmm. They give you enough to survive for the next couple of months, but mm -hmm. if you're unlucky, it's just an immediate termination. So you know what? Do what you want. You can, you know, you can sue us or whatever. Mm. We just don't have the money Correct. to pay. We're you. closing shop. Yeah, we, we're closing we're, shop. We're, we're bankrupt. Shop. We're declaring bankruptcy, yeah. and we will try to pay you with whatever we have yeah. left. But it's not even enough to give you whatever yeah. that we owe you. Yeah. So when you're in that situation, then what do you do? Mm. Of course, the easiest thing is yeah, go and find another job, But easier said than done correct. it's easier said than done correct so a lot of times when you lose your job what are the first few things that actually go through your mind when, when you actually lose your job um when you lose a job actually i've, I've been in that position though the, the the first thing that went through my mind was oh shit <laughs> yes de <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> and, and that's being nice you know i yeah. would i would gladly use the other word but oh yeah. shit is about as gentle as it's yes, gonna be yes yes definitely. and it's not just one time it'll be like oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. non-stop and yeah. you can't sleep yeah, I think you've definitely. been through it. Yeah, Couldn't definitely, sleep definitely. Sleepless definitely. nights because definitely. you have your family. Mm. You've your you've you've got your properties that you have to commitments. service. You've got your 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 cars that you want to retain because of essential need. Mm -hmm. You might want to downsize your car, but your home is hard to downsize at a time of of emergency. Um, and that's not counting any other kind of personal commitments that one may have, like any personal loans, any credit cards that you still have to service, etc. So yeah, first thing that goes through my mind when I lose my job is oh shit. Yeah. So, but that, but you are thinking on the f on on the point of financial. Correct. What? How about your your ego? You know, oh. the main the moment you th they tell you among everyone else that tell you you lose your job, maybe your colleague can 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 retain their job. It's a big blow on your ego. Yes. Definitely. That one is the OF thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 definitely, it's a huge blow on your ego because. Mm. You read about it in the papers. Mm. You heard about it from your friends. And you, you said, I it won't be me. Ah, it won't be it me. It won't be you me. It would never happen to and me. Tomorrow I'm good at what you. I do. Yeah. And it's me. It it's happens like, to you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Something happens to you. Yeah. So when that happens, again, you're right. So first the financial, the ego, and then it's the whole, as you said, niche thing. Yeah. Who's going to hire me? Who is going to hire me? On a normal time, like, when I lost my job uh, some, times ago, some time ago, it was still considered good times. Mm. It was still considered hireable times. Mm. It's just that having to find one that matches what I want. Yep. And in the meantime, you have to make do with whatever that's out there. But in times like this, I, I can't even fathom how is it like for those who are, go are going through it. And I really f uh, want to reach out to you guys out there because people are not hiring. Yes, that's right. People are really not in yes, active right. hiring. Yeah. They're in very selective hiring mode. If they want, they want it, and they negotiate the terms with you yes. based on what they want to they afford want. to give you, what they can afford to pay at the same time. That's right. So you, uh, this is the time whereby literally um, people say uh, beggars can't be choosers. Yes, you have right. to really make do and scrape by and, and rebuild and let the let the whole world rebuild itself all over again. Mm. Mm. Then. Um, I think the next the next phase that goes through is what's next? Then yeah. Then 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. So you have the entire. So so I think someone wrote a book about this. You know that the f- the, the five stages of grief. You know there mm. is the initially there is the whole anger part. Yep. And then there there is uh, after after anger is um uh, no the first one is uh anger or no uh it's uh shock. Then after that then comes uh, denial. Then after that comes bargaining. Depression and as well as ac- acceptance. Yes. So you want to get to acceptance as fast as, as possible. As fast as possible. However, when you need to go through maybe most of most of the, the stages. Mm. However, most people get stuck in depression. Yes. Once you yes. get into the deep deep hole of depression, that is the dark. cycle. It's hard to get out. Hardest to get out. It's hard to get out. You know, imagine imagine right, wake up in the morning. Mm. And you have nothing to look forward to, mm. and you just want to go back and sleep because you just, you know, there's nothing out there for you. You're you, you're just depressed. Mm. Nothing makes you happy anymore. You know, the sky is gloomy. You know, the birds are not are no longer chirping. Mm. You know, everything is gray. Is no longer colorful. And to dig yourself out of depression is not easy. Right. Right. Of course, a lot of people say, yeah, you know, pull yourself up. You know, look on the bright side of things. It's never easy to when you're in that stage. Right. It's never easy to pull yourself out of depression. Mm. And we have spoken, I think, a couple of times on depression. Depression. About we've yeah, about spoken this. about lost jobs. Yes. We've spoken about trying to rebuild yourself. Yes. And this is like a consolidation of all this that we want to re-put it back all together because it, it, it fits the current uh, climate and, and, and time. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. When we talk about the stages of grief, um, you start with denial. It's mm. like, I can't believe it happened. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe it happened. And you'd be surprised. Some people can actually be in that stage for a very long time. Yep, I can't definitely. believe it happened. I can't believe it happened. No, 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 no. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to wake up, pinch myself. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow will be a better day. Yep. Then you realize the next day it didn't yeah, happen. It's the same thing. Uh, but that usually passes quite fast. The anger yes. phase lasts for quite a bit. Yeah. The anger phase would last for quite a bit. Mm. And then you, you will start blaming. You you, you, you start blaming um, the industry. You start blaming governments. You, mm. st- you, you start blaming everyone Everyone else. around Everybody you. Around you. This is the worst time for you to engage um, with too much of your, your people close to you. Yes. Because you are not in a good state of mind. Mm-hmm. And if people don't understand what you're going through, there's a high chance you lose friends and even family. Yeah. Uh, because you're just out there. You're pissed off. Mm-hmm. Really pissed off. Um then you start to go into the whole bargaining phase. Yeah. Maybe if I had done this, yep. then it wouldn't yeah, have happened. Maybe it wouldn't have maybe happened. This, you know, if I've done things a little bit better, mm. you know, if, if, if I didn't say this or, or if I've done this, this, this particular act, maybe I wouldn't have lost my job. Mm. But nobody knows, but end of the day, you yeah, lost your job. Correct. You lost your yeah. job. Then comes the depression. Then and comes and depression and, and end of the day, acceptance. So, what can people do? Let's say, example, they've already gone through the entire thing. Now they're in depression. Mm. And just a brief recap of what we have discussed in the past. What can people do? I think first step, um, once you have, or if you're in the, 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 the pinnacle of depression or, or, or the end, the tail end of depression and you want to really bounce back, I think it's very important to have a good support. Mm-hmm. Very good support. You need to start, start redoing your CV. That's the first thing I'll probably do, you know. Redo your CV, sit down, talk to some people, talk to people who are business owners and say, if you want to hire someone, what do you look for? Because y- you'll be surprised. A lot of people don't ask that question. They thought That's that they're good enough to attend an interview. They That's thought true. their CV is good enough. That's true. But that will probably be the first step I'll do. So step one, redo your CV by talking to people who are still in business. So those who are still in business, they might be hiring, they might not be hiring, but 
PSP in business. So they have sustainability. Talk to them. Hey, you're probably not hiring now, but if you were hiring, what are you looking for? What kind of qualities of a person you're looking for? At that level, what will you pay them? True. And then you gauge yourself. Okay, I might have better qualities, but never mind. Do I even meet the criteria of interview? Mm-hmm. Because uh, this was something that, that, that happened recently. When when some of us have become business person, entrepreneurs, and mm-hmm. you've tasted um, doing business on your own, you could make a five-figure salary, maybe a six-figure in a year, or even six-figure in a month. Who, who knows? It's very hard to go back into a four-digit employment. Oh, yeah. It's, it's difficult to scale down. It's very difficult to scale down. But if you need to, you need to. Yeah, if you have and to, you have to. And that's the thing. That will really bring you crashing down. We're talking about humility. That you need to bring yourself back and say, okay, what does it take to be employed? What does it take to be hired? Because you've forgotten. Mm-hmm. You've forgotten what it was to sit through an interview. Mm-hmm. I would say step one, find someone if you're depressed, talk to them about the depression, but start moving towards uh, rebuilding, which is talk to people who are hiring while you're still talking about your grief. I mean, it's not easy to bounce out from the grief, but talk about that on one side. Spend a couple of hours if you need to talk about you know, how painful it is. Great. Spend a couple of hours to start rebuilding, asking people, hey, what does it take to be hired by you? Or what does it take to be giving me, let's say, 10,000 ringgit? Mm. What do you want? If it's you paying someone, what do you want out of them? Mm. Then ask yourself. It may not, you may not fit that, their portfolio, but do you have that grit yeah. or that, that qualities that they want? So that'll be my step one. What would be your, your step one or your step two? Yeah, so um, I think I totally agree with what Eddie said. You know, to one, of the st- one of the main things to reinvent yourself is not to look at what who will hire you Mm. but to look at what industries wants Mm -hmm. uh, what different industries want Mm -hmm. or what different businesses uh, uh, they they want or need and then and then tailor you know tailor yourself to their needs right unfortunately as ellie said beggars can't be choosers Mm. and what you need now is you need to sustain your lifestyle you need to sustain your family Mm -hmm. and you you need to sustain whatever mortgages which you have. Mm. So you would then need to slowly change your mindset. Now, yep. now the most important part is, I would say, um, to get yourself out of the, the, the depression part mm-hmm. and to, to, to tell yourself, end of the day, right, it's a cycle, you know, it's a cycle. Whether you like it or not, it's a particular cycle whereby there they, they are ups and there are downs. Yep. And now when you are down, it will not stay down forever. Correct. You will not stay down forever. You will definitely go up again. Yes. Just that you just have to grit your teeth and then go through this one, this short particular stretch. It might last for a month. It might last for a few months. It might even last for one to two years. However, you just need to grit your teeth through. Make sure there's proper social support around you. Meaning mm-hmm. your family, yes. your kids, your spouse, and your friends. Make sure there's enough support around you to 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 motivate you through every day you mm. know of course it's it's not easy you know you know you could probably have a job for a long time and now you have to you know you have to dress yourself up go for interviews you know you have to drop people emails mm. and face rejections yes you know, people say you know what you know what i we are not hiring you know, mm. thanks for asking but we are not hiring mm. and then at the same time you might have to open up your scope a little bit don't look at the industry that you used to be hired at you might have to look at other industries 
you might have a look at jobs where whereby you've probably never had in in, in your life. Yes. Yeah, you probably have to pick up jobs whereby you probably maybe shunned in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now mm-hmm. you have no choice. You yep. know, there I've I recently read there was a mass pilot. Mm-hmm. All right, who oh now yeah. opened his own like ho- I mean, Nasrama Senat. Yeah, Nasrama Nasrama pilot. Nasrama pilot. Nasrama pilot. Yes. Trust me, never in his life you would he thought have thought that he would be selling Nasrama at a food court or by the roadside. Correct. But he needed to reinvent himself. Yes. And what better way to reinvent himself by by cooking a dish he, p- he probably knows how to cook. Yes. And attaching her a cute name yes. whereby because he, he was a pilot. Correct. Yeah. And dressing up the way he is. Yeah, yeah. And dressing up as as a pilot selling that. Yeah. As silly as you think it is. You know, put your ego down, you know. Put yes. put, the, put put your ego aside. As silly as you think it is, it drives publicity and then hence he could feed his family at Correct. least. Right. And I've actually spoken to a lot of people. Right? Mm. I've, 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 there, there was one time I was actually in a, I think about a year ago, I was in a Grab. So mm. I was uh, talking to the Grab driver. Yep. And I found out that the Grab driver, right, he was only earning about five or six K a month, mm. right? Full, full-time Grab. Mm. He was driving like 18 hours a day, long hours a day. You know, it's a grueling job. And he was prior to that, he was an oil and gas engineer. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And he was He was taking easily 20 25000 every wow. month right but now he's barely scraping through mm-hmm. he's taking only 5000 a month mm. and he didn't mention that that he had commitments mm-hmm. uh, his wife doesn't work he mm-hmm. has kids to pay for mm-hmm. uh, he has his house and mm-hmm. he has his uh, his 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 car which yeah. is tra- which is car- which yeah. is currently driving yeah. so he needed to to downgrade yes. not only downgrade adjust yeah he not only downgrade his house but adjust everything his yes. entire lifestyle mm. it's it's not easy it but End of the day, you still have to put your ego aside and yet, you know, do what needs to be done. Yeah, I think um, I resonate with that, and it's not easy. Uh, step two, I would say, is s- think out of the box. Yeah, I would think. I would say you need you need to y- think out of the you box. need to reinvent and think out of the box. Don't do what the next person is doing, yeah. because if they are doing it already. Uh, high likelihood. Yeah, high likelihood. You won't work for you. It won't work for <laughs> you. Or, for you. or, or, it's like saying, okay, if I wanted to buy nasi lemak, yeah, I got ten bucks. Yeah, if I had, there's only one store to choose. I yeah. would finish all my ten, yeah, and buy everything. Yeah, but if there's two places I need to choose from, yeah, I mean because you know because you 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 can't be opening another nasi lemak store called nasi lemak pilot again, right? No, so I mean, yeah, what, what, yeah, what I'm saying, is, okay, let's say, if, yeah. if, 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 if I have Nasi yes. store, okay, and then, and, and somebody wants to buy, okay, and every day, breakfast, there's only one to choose from, yep. it's easy, and if you open a Nasi store, and you're equally as good as me, now our customer will say, one day you, one day yep. me, one day you, one day me, while he's being fair, his spending is still the same, yep. but my income, because of you, yes, dropped by drop 50%, yep. because, Highly unlikely that he wants to eat nasi lemak from me in the morning, then eat nasi lemak from you in the yeah. afternoon. And highly likely, highly unlikely he will eat nasi lemak every day as well. But let's say, <laughs> yeah, all right. But if it does, yeah. But if you had opened, let's say, chicken rice. Mm. Now he can have me for breakfast, have you for lunch. Mm-hmm. It's you know? true. It's true. So it's true. that's as simple as I'm trying to say. Don't do what every other fellow is doing. And then be in the same pool whereby the same amount of money needs to be <coughs> distributed to everyone. I think we see this a lot lately. So yeah. I think cookie sellers, you know, I mean, I've got no, I've got no problem with them. 
and I think it's an earnest and good way of trying to make ends meet by moving in and and applying your skill into making a good cookie. Mm. Um, but you notice when one starts, there'll be like a whole yeah. bunch of on, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's starting. Yeah, there's, there's right? everyone's, everyone, everyone's selling selling. Now everyone sells cookies, right? Now cookies have been around for for a long time, but everyone's cookies look the same. Yes. It, lo- it looks the same. It looks the same. Everyone's cookies just look yeah. the same. Packaging the same. Yes. Everything the same. Yeah. I mean, packaging a bit different. Okay, la. you can package a little bit different yeah. here and then, but the cookie still looks the same. Right? Yeah. And truth be told, I, I, I may like a cookie, but I may not want to eat it every day. Mm-hmm. After a while. Mm-hmm. The, the initial craze will be like maybe the first, let's say, 90 days. I will have a few orders. But after 90 days, right, I'm like, I mean, how much of Oreos can I eat? Yeah. How That's much true. of famous Amos can I eat? Let's That's just true. put the famous brands there. You know, nice. Okay, famous Amos got like five or six different flavors. I buy 200 grams here, 200 grams there. Each time I buy, I buy, I buy. After a while, right, I'll be like, oh, that's it. And that customer base pss, goes off. Yeah. It's kind of like Garrett's popcorn. How much yeah. of Garrett's can you eat? True. That's true. So if Garrett's doesn't reinvent, they will just sustain as a business mm-hmm. that people will buy occasionally. And the last time I ate Garrett's, so I don't remember when is it because mm-hmm. it is a very expensive popcorn yes, to begin with. It's premium, and there's only so much of sugar I want to put into my body in the same time. So, don't do that same thing. Yeah. Reinvent. So, Nasi Lemak Pilot was a good yep. example of reinventing. Um, I think Grab drivers or once upon a time Uber drivers were were, were that. You know, mm. when it first started, I think it was a decent revenue. No, they when they, they first started, they paid re- really well. Yeah. Uber and Grab paid really well. Mm. So a lot of people actually just moved into Uber. Yeah. Just did Uber and Grab full time, but then again, end of the day, you're at the mercy of Uber and Grab, hmm. whereby when they change policies, yeah, they change policies, they di- they dictate the pay, and you have no choice. Mm. Whatever they 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 say, we're gonna raise by our income by ten percent. Yeah, you want it? Come on. Yeah. If you don't want it, it's okay. We have a lot of yeah, other yeah, drivers who will replace you. They can actually choose someone yeah, else. Yeah, they can actually choose. So over time, they are you know pretty much like a listed company. Yes. So they get to dictate the terms you want, you be on, you don't want. It's okay. They have always other yep. people to do. Hence, you know, even when people complain about when, when the uh, food panda, grab food drivers were yes. all complaining about their terms, yeah, their employment terms, rates. Yeah, they, they yeah, just you can, I mean, you can boycott, yeah. but end of the day, right? You if boycott you don't a couple of days, then you have no income. No income. You will still have to go back. What else are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. No one's hiring you. Yes, exactly. It's not like as though you have so much of choices yes, that you can change. Exactly. So, so Think out of the box. You really have to reinvent yourself, and unfortunately, you have to constantly reinvent yes, yes. to find that formula. Yes. Then I think number three is very difficult, and I think a lot of people struggle with this: upskilling. Yes. Now, to pick up a skill that you've never had, mm. you've never ever been formally trained, mm. and suddenly telling you you have to do some other skills, mm-hmm. right? you have to reinvent yourself. Example: you know, you've never had any maybe any um any particular um, experience in sales mm. right however however sales people are still hiring for sales you know like it or not business is down there are still people in need of sales people right there are companies in need of sales people mm. but you have zero sales experience and you do not know how to open or close a sale mm. unfortunately you still need upskill yes uh, and that is just and 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 that is sales skills how about very technical skills, you mm. know, things like programming, things mm. like marketing. Mm. You and then you need to upskill yourself. Yep. You know, you, you you probably never in that field or you probably never trained that, but you need to upskill yourself. Because maybe a certain industry requires certain uh, 
certain niche um, um, skill and they are willing to pay for it mm. but you don't have the skill you are that you are now forced to upskill yourself correct so upskill in this term uh, what Inky is trying to say is you have to increase your skill level yes. um, in some business term upskilling just means increasing the production yep. so you either increase the production of something that you're selling or you increase the production of your yeah your work yep. by by making sure that you are at par or actually not just at par you have to be on yeah, par y- you have to on par all you have better right? you have yeah. to be better than what the the industry yeah. wants and the only way to do that is if you network you read you you mm. you keep abreast you start you know attending uh talks yeah, conferences talks conferences go on and linkedin yep. see what people are actually looking yes, for exactly see what's happening overseas I think in some ways I'm very thankful to be in Malaysia, because okay. why? Because while we are advanced in certain things, mm-hmm. we are w- maybe one or two steps behind behind many other industries. Okay, and that's good because if you see what's happening in other countries who are two steps ahead of us, you can then foresee. You copycat yes. only, and you just make it a little bit better. Yeah. You are actually then one step ahead yes. of your of local your peers. peers. Yeah, that's right. So that's great that's to true. be two steps back. And then you learn and you be one step yeah, ahead. Yeah, you're still one step behind Europeans. It's okay. It's okay. You're just one step ahead of your local Correct. <laughs> and and because of that, uh, you know, Angmos cannot come in now because of the, yes. the whole the whole MCO. Who's going to hire the Angmos? Yes. Cannot. So they will hire, hire you because you are one step ahead of the local fellas. So I really implore and encourage you to just look out, see what other people are doing and, and upskill yourself. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, just being exposed, reading about it. We're not even asking you to take up a course yet. Yeah, just yeah, reading about yeah. it and, and discovering that do you have what it takes. Mm. Then you maybe take up a small course, yeah. attend some of the conferences, whatever it is. You have to invest in yourself. Yes. Really, really invest yeah. in yourself. Yeah. This yeah. is one of the best times to invest. reinvent, reinvest and reinvent yourself. Yeah. Um, Inky, let me give you an example. This is um, this is a story that that, that of of a friend of mine. Really, it's a true story. And I hope she doesn't mind, uh, probably because it's going to be like free advertising for her anyway. Okay. So, so she and her husband runs an um, uh, employment agency. Okay. Okay. Times are bad. So, the amount of flow won't be as great as on the great hiring days. Okay. So, what she has done is she started a small home base uh, project to make soy candles. Okay. Soy candles, Inky, just candles. Just regular soy. I swear to you, there's one sitting in my office. What you oh smell yeah. right now is off from candles, the right. All right. So she makes soy candles as a hobby. Mm. And she started, and I was probably one of the first, maybe 10 or first 20 who bought from her. So she did small scale. Then she went, you know, with more friend support, she went slightly more orders mm-hmm. on a personal level. And she started to change uh, the way that she did. She took a lot of feedback. She used cloth wick on a large base. Mm-hmm. So what happens is everything burns in the center, the sides are not burned. Okay, understood. Upon feedback, she's changed, she changed to wood wick. Okay. So with wood wick, it burns more. Okay. Uh, flame is a bit more larger, but it's okay. Um, then she started to change the scent. She took the scent of a very popular brand and then she reinvented it a little bit, sauce it, and now she's got the scent okay. in at a much better value. Mm. To put one step ahead of her competitor, she got nice looking jars, okay. whereby the competitors are giving you at high price with a very plain looking jar. Okay. Hers is at a lower price, but with a very nice looking nice jar. Looking jar. 
but you know with Taobao and everything you probably can get it at a very decent yeah, price livelihood. now today officially when I, I spoke to her and really I just spoke to her a couple of hours ago she tells me now she's upskilling mm-hmm. she is looking for corporate orders oh wow number one number two she's looking for OEMs okay so I asked her what do you mean by OEM oh no I will just make it in bulk and I'll put your logo so I no longer have to sell my brand. Yes. It's my quality, it's my that quality. top-notch quality, yeah. which you can sell. You brand it, yes. and she can even provide labeling process for you and everything. Good, you smart. just smart. So that's what I mean by upskilling mm. and reinventing yourself. Mm. She has gone from an employment business yep. into a production business from a small, still small scale, but she's now telling the world that what she wants, yep. which is. I want more corporate orders than personal orders. Mm-hmm. She'll still service the personal one, but what she really, really wants mm-hmm. is people who will order 200 candles, yep. 500 candles. Mm-hmm. Whether is it for a whole large corporation like a hotel or a restaurant, you buy for six months or straight away, mm-hmm. or OEM. Yep. And you can sell, you can make your own money. Yep. She'll make a smaller profit, but she doesn't have to worry about the orders. Mm-hmm. She just focuses on, on making it. And and I think that's one of the very successful stories of reinvention, mm-hmm. um, going from one corporation which yep. you're running to running a s- a smaller scale business, but it's fueled with passion. Yeah. yeah. So reinvention is actually a lot of people reinvent themselves on a regular basis. Uh, mm. A lot of times th- they probably don't don't actually know they're actually reinventing themselves. Mm. All right. Um, I've seen engineers who are now doing, uh, who are now in banks, mm-hmm. right? So, so you know, you 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 could you could you could study or you could you, you could be working in a particular industry for a while, then after that, now they they have changed industry totally, or you could be even be in the same industry but just a different niche. Example, right? I give a very very good example, right? Sitting beside me here, right? So imagine this: back then, when you were medical student slash medical officer. You thought that you want to do psych- psychiatry. Yeah. 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 Right. So we've heard this pr- uh, previous podcast before. Psychiatry. <laughs> but here he is now. Hair transplant surgeon. Totally different. Totally Never different. Never ever in his mind phantom. No. Nope. That, that I think back then so you probably wouldn't even know that there's such a a line, you know, right. which is a which is a which is a medical niche. Correct. However, when push comes to shove, he reinvented himself. You know, yep. Ellie reinvented himself. So Talk us through the entire process, why you chose hair transplantation, and what went through your mind. Okay. So, being a doctor, um, I would still want to be very uh, old school kind of mm. doctor. So, psychiatry was what got me interested to be a medical doctor. The, the dream was to pick, put someone on the couch and put a clock next to it. And charge by the hour. <laughs> Inky, you'd be surprised, you know. By the hour. <laughs> Inky, you'd be surprised, you know. You know, I've, I've, I've got the voice that can go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So tell me more about what you think. Yeah. And and half the time, the problems will be solved when they start thinking and rationalizing. Yeah. And and it was quite attractive, to be honest. It was a dream. It was a dream. It was dash. It was a dream that was dash. So anyway, then um, I wanted to do ENT. Ear, nose, and throat, or also known as otorhinolaryngology, very long word. Um, 
I'm pretty good with my hands. Uh, but however, things didn't pan out. Mm -hmm. So I still have a choice. I could still go mainstream medical. Mm -hmm. um, then I had to start reinventing when I couldn't, when, when plan A fell off, plan B didn't work out. So plan C, management. Mm -hmm. uh, let me talk you through the whole journey. So plan C was management because I was thinking it's not too bad to be a hospital management item true a hospital director or medical director it's okay you still need to you know focus on going the hospital manage the doctors and usually these two don't resonate very well since you're from i'm from that background i can speak both languages why not so try that oh then realize the politics are real it's <laughs> <laughs> politics even in the hospital wow i tell you i've never seen politics as such but anyway then 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 you know it alters again then realize wow i'm not i'm not cut out to manage the kind of huge ego then i realized doctors have huge egos yeah. as well uh. Be before that we were part of the team they're like what's wrong with it? we're okay with it. <laughs> but now then you realize oh looking back in retrospect oh very huge or very quite difficult to manage uh, on a on a normal person's basis then I got into aesthetics. So when I got into aesthetics, it was fun, it was good. But as I said, one of the misadventures and then I got I, I couldn't get my contract renewed because they were undergoing some restructuring and it was very sudden. So the next thing was a friend who approached me and said, Hey, there's someone who wanted to approach him to do hair transplants, but he's not interested. So he asked me if I'm interested. Mm. And back then, it was a 50-50. Yeah. Meaning to say, when people put in a thousand hairs, only 500 or 600 will grow. So that's a 50-50 gamble. It's as good as going to Vegas. Seriously. But the offer was, hey, come over. And which was to India. And see what we do. If you're impressed, we'll talk business. If you're not impressed, it's a free holiday. So in a way, had nothing much to lose. Mm. So went there, saw what they did. Looks quite impressive. Saw the results, quite impressive. And decided to also just jump into it. Mm. Really, mm. it was more of a matter of, as you said, I've got no options. Yeah. So, but back then, mm. back then, how many hair transplant doctors were there in Malaysia? Malaysia officially only had three. So basically, it was very, very niche field. It's a very, very niche field. So how many pure hair transplant three. doctors? Only three. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, I mean, I wouldn't say pure, pure, but three were the ones who were actively doing it. Okay. The rest were like a bit of an outsourced yeah. work. So I would have been number four, number five on the list. And that's it. I mean, yeah. the rest of it, they do in very small numbers, not huge numbers. So when we talk about pure, 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 just hair transplant, three, maybe four. Yeah, four. four. So basically, something that most doctors very rarely venture into. Very rare you want to venture into. And, and I'll tell you why. Because at the end of it, each procedure takes about, on a, on a, on a minimum, about four to five hours. Mm -hmm. And on average, it's six to seven hours. Mm. And it's a norm long. It's norm long. It's about nine hours, oh eight wow. to nine hours. And a long one takes about almost 10 to 11 hours. Mm. So 
you imagine just sitting at one spot not going much around and spending the first half of it so let's say it's six hours or so first three hours doing the extraction then you take a short break then you come back to do implantation and that's only one patient yep. so you only see one for the whole time i mean uh, most normal regular fillers will say oh, i really don't want to do that it's very sian very boring yes, you know exactly. very boring you still want to see some other things. Yeah. You want to move around. You want to be able to, you know, play your phone. You know, talk to people. You want to interact. This is pure. I'm in my zone, and 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 that's it. And and it, it's actually a wonderful job for introverts. FYI, <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, I'm I'm telling you. You you see me talk so much, right? But I'm very happy, right? You see that. You you see why there's only one so far at at the back of my office. Because I'm very happy to sit there by myself without anyone there. <laughs> but a wonderful job for introverts. Just sit there, right? Do yeah, nothing. Just, there, just focus just on one thing. But most of us, we are creature of we are social creatures. We're creature of habit yeah. and, and social creatures. So it's not a job for everyone. But I would say it's it was a major blow when I couldn't get my contract renewed. Mm-hmm. And for the one month when I was not employed, but I had to do a lot of uh, small locums here and there, it was not a great feeling. Mm. Um, it sucks. Uh, I think the wheels were turning over time, mm-hmm. trying to think, okay, what should I do next? What should I do next? Maybe I can do this. Maybe I can go back to the hospital. Maybe I can do this. And then. Uh, uh, as you say, once you've upskilled yourself, it's very hard to downgrade. Yes, exactly. And that downgrading part was the one that I was bargaining. Mm. I spent a long time bargaining. I was not so much in the depression phase, but I was spent very long at bargaining phase to say, okay, I probably can do it. La. I should do it. So it was always trying to wait out and say, okay, maybe tomorrow will be better. Maybe tomorrow will be better. That's my bargain, that the maybe tomorrow will be a brighter day mm. thing. So when hair transplant came, um, it, was a, it was a bit of an all or nothing. And, and I think that in a way shaped me to be a bit all or nothing. So now it's all or nothing. You want to do something, let's do it well. You know, we want to do a podcast. Yeah, we, went, we went full on we went step by step but we went full on yes we went full on and yeah. actually we, we're actually doing it on a weekly basis right? weekly basis we haven't we, I, I we have not missed we have not missed a, a single, single week. week he missed one week but i missed one week but like, i, I, I kept it on week, but he kept it on we kept it on but we've never missed a week yes, and exactly. this is week 23 yeah this is week 23 now yeah 23? so anyway so basically yeah, so Ali had to reinvent himself, right? Inge, so you reinvented yourself. Yeah. So my reinvention is probably is probably not as as much as yours, but Ali reinvented himself. So at 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 at, at his point in time, he was probably at his lowest or one of the the lowest. Mm. But of course, now he's well well respected, you know, in his in his line of work. A lot of people recognize him for the work that he's done, and a lot of people internationally as well recognize him for his skills and 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 his knowledge but it wouldn't be there if he wasn't at the low, low at point. the low point correct in his life correct and he and at a t- at a point in time of course opportunities come opportunities come all the time it's whether you want correct. you 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 see it as an opportunity yes right you want it or you not you want it or not mm-hmm. and then after that when you want it whether you're able to reinvent yourself to fit that particular role mm. and he did ellie had to 
upskill himself to learn a skill that he has never Correct. had in his life yes which is hair transplantation trust me this this, this was never taught <laughs> in medical school <laughs> he had to sit there learn new tools re-school new, yeah re-school unlearn everything that's learned and relearn, re-learn from scratch plus away from family yes away from family i spent i spent a month uh no actually six weeks in india so you know as when when you don't have family it's easy to be away and then if you are you know thrown out and with a nice fat salary to be an expat it's fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that was nice. <laughs> it's nice, right? <laughs> to be an expert, you know, you go somewhere, everything's provided for you, chauffeur or whatever perks that you, you've negotiated for, but this was known. This was there as a pretty much like a student, like an yeah. intern, relearning everything all over again. Uh, being away, it's, it's, not, it's not a paid holiday. Yeah. Um, and Inky, be honest, half my time was actually learning from the nurses. Yeah. Really, I, 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 I was schooled by the nurses there and they were teaching me what they've seen the other doctors doing because the nurses are the ones monitoring me. Yes. The doctors come in to guide, yeah. but they don't sit there for six hours to ten hours to guide me. The yes, nurse is guiding me and if I have an ego problem, I will say, oh who uh, are you? You are a nurse, don't teach me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> we, we, we as doctors are very bad at yeah, that because yeah. we, we feel that no one can school us in our line of work mm. unless they are the same level yeah. or, or higher level than us yeah yeah yeah, y- yeah you have to take a step back from your ego nurses really 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 i um th- there was actually uh something that that actually had an argument okay we sidetracked a bit a little bit i i had an argument with my friend i i i said that nurses were the most important people in the hospital i said mm-hmm. that a hospital can run one day without a doctor but the yes. hospital can't even can't even run an hour without nurses. Correct, correct. Because take away the nurses, right? Yeah, doctors are lost. I mean, think about it. Which which doctor wants to go and clean up the 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 bed exactly? Which doctor wants to wants to go and serve the antibiotics? Yeah, and 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 bedpan means the and sheet pan, yeah, bedpan, uh. and then you change the sheets, change the diapers, you know, and then you have to put in all the energy tubing, yeah, and so do do, yeah. do do the bed bath. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine yourself going? Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Uncle, don't move. Uh. Yeah. yeah. And then um, back to this topic. Because nurses, again, would have follow up with the patient. Yes. They would know which procedure would, would lead to a better outcome, mm-hmm. which would lead to a worse outcome. Yes. And a lot of times, doctors don't, don't see it. You know, or they just brush it aside. Mm. You know, say, oh, yeah, I've done this. I just brush it aside. Yep. The nurses know yep. what, what, what is very important. And, and in, 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 in your line of work and even in my line of work, a lot of times after you're done the procedures walk out mm. the nurses do the aftercare correct and correct that is correct. half the battle yes that's actually where um as as um corporate service terms would say the, the, mm. the customer service yeah, is customer service uh, the patient service customer service client service you call it whatever it is it's the service mm. and that's what you really want to inoculate so part of your reinvention and i say this with wait 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 pure sincerity when you reinvent one of the things that everyone should learn how to reinvent is to reinvent your customer service or your patient or your or your or your client service attitude so which means if let's say if you want to be a grab driver be a bloody good dra- grab yeah. driver and and i still remember one of the most impressive uh, ubers that i had um 
So back then Uber, you know, you get to choose all the fancy ones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They had the Uber Black, yeah, then the Uber. Yep. So Uber, Uber Black, Black and then and then and then you have Uber the regular, regular. Yeah. And then you have the you have the you have the larger one. Correct. So, um, once in a while, I will go for the Uber Black or mm. the luxury ones just for the fun of it. And I remember I w- I got picked up in a seven series BM. Wow. I tell <laughs> you, it was f- fun, you know, to be chauffeur driven. It's no more Uber driven. No, it's chauffeur, chauffeur it's driven. Literally chauffeur driven. Seven series, man. Now the guy that was driving was a CEO of a company. Okay, and and he's single, not married, and he says, "Well, I only do this on weekends because I've got nothing to do on Fridays and Saturday night." Mm-hmm. And I just want to drive around and talk to people. Just to talk to people. Just to mm-hmm. talk to people. It's fantastic. Interesting. And he's a CEO uh, of, a, of a software company. He picked me up. No air. The car was spick and span clean. He smells good. He served me water. Mm. And he asked everything. Is the aircon temperature okay for you? Um, is there any kind of music of your preference? Or do you have a certain channel that you prefer? Um, then he asked, um, "Do you want to be? Do you want to have a private moment and mm. and, and I be quiet the whole journey?" He actually asked mm. all those questions. I was beyond amazed, you know that I then I want to talk to this guy a lot and I spent the whole journey just talking to him, you know, and and knowing that wow, he's doing it as a hobby. Yeah, probably trying to find some pretty chick la, But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he does have a good car. <laughs> It's Friday night, you know. <laughs> but anyway, whatever the intention was. But CEO, let's say doing it for hobby, but keeping the car clean. Mm-hmm. And I've seen so many Ubers these days, so-so. Mm-hmm. Not not speak span, but so-so. Mm-hmm. He bothers to, you know, put on cologne and, and, and has a pleasant smell. I've been picked up in, in grabs and Uber back then. When I come back for from a flight, and they smell like they've slept in the car yeah. and sweated in the car, it's it happens. It's it happens. It's it's not pleasant. Yeah. So don't do that. And then these days they don't really ask you the questions of mm. is the temperature all right for you? Would we like it colder? You want it more? Um, you know. Uh, I mean now with COVID and everything, maybe you don't want to be serving too many things, but. You know, saying that, would you like a drink? We have a drink. Uh, and would you like some music? What kind of music do you prefer? And driving in a very courteous manner. So these are all lacking in some of the, uh, the things these days. And, and people have to really reinvent themselves to make themselves feel that service is very important. Yep. Um, so if you translate that, I'm not saying this only applies to to Grab or Uber drivers or, or Grab drivers because there's no more Uber. But if you have that same mentality in to trying to provide the best for whoever that's across you, whatever the job is, whoever the employer is, because the employer is your customer mm-hmm. technically, because right? he's paying you. We never see it that way. We always see it as as the employer is going to give you money because it's your right. Yes, that's right. No, the employer is your customer. Yeah. As much as you sell nasi lemak and the guy who buys from you is your customer, mm. your employer is your customer. That's you true. are rendering a service. The other one, you're selling a product. 
but or even if you cut the hair, that's your service. But as an employee, you're not really an employee. You you are your own corporation. Yes. yes. You, you work your for yourself. Right. Your boss. You are representing yourself. You are representing yourself. Your employer is technically your customer. Yes. You give right. them the respect their customer needs so that he will pay you yep. what you deserve. That's right. That is one of the most difficult mentality to change with people. Yeah. No, I, w- I would say it's n- it's it's not. Most people don't even think of it that way. You are right. You're absolutely yeah. right. Mm-hmm. They think that I'm an employee. Okay, I'm going to ask for my rights. Of course, everyone mm. has rights. I've got my and employment yeah, act. I've got my employment act. Mm. You don't pay me, or you you don't I do this. I would, I would I would I would uh, complain you to mm. the to the labor, labor office, office and yeah. all. But a lot of people they tend to forget. Even as simple as doing the interview themselves itself, that the that the, that the thing that you're selling is it's yourself, yes. and you're selling yourself on a regular basis, yes. on a daily basis. Yes, um, when when asked to 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 hit certain KPIs, you 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 have to meet them, right? Hence, that's why that is the act of selling yourself. And when and when an employer needs to let employees go, they they. They they think about which of the customer or which of the business I do not want to be affiliated with myself Correct. anymore. Correct. And hence, they let you go. Yes. Because I don't want to be affiliated with you anymore. I, I don't want to keep buying service from you mm. if you're going to be coming, you know, late every day, mm. taking MCs mm. and then troublesome. Oh, yeah, troublesome. You're requesting a lot of stuff, but and yet you're not performing. Not up to par. Yes. So. As a business, I don't want to buy from you anymore. Mm. I'd rather buy from someone else. Correct, correct, correct. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and I think this can be uh, reflected into our topic today. So um, the topic was about Netflix. Mm. So they interviewed the CEO of Netflix, and he wrote a book. It's called The No Rules Rule. Mm. So in his corporation, what he has reinvented, so Netflix used to be a mail order DVD, DVD company. Yes. So they used to sell DVD, not yes. rent, not sell, they rent DVDs they rent to DVDs you. Kind of like, sp- um, well, what did we have? It was not speedy. So, so uh, they, okay, there were a lot of uh, all these DVD shops. Yes. You know, so uh, first DVD it started with like, things like speedy video. Yes. We sell. Speedy videos. Then, what was that? The one so, so there were tapes, there were, there yeah. were, there were laser discs, yes. and then there were DVDs and all. So there were actually a lot of these particular services around. So what um, Netflix started off with was with um, renting out DVDs, and then you don't have to drop it back at the at the shop itself. You mm. drop it in any mailbox. Yes. Yeah. So that was Netflix initially. Correct. So they were slightly ahead of the curve. They went into streaming services. Yep. So they reinvented round one. Yeah. They went into streaming services where they stream other people's content yep. for a subscription. Then they reinvented round two. They start producing their own their content. Own, yeah, their own content. So yes, when they right. f- their their pilot series was called House of Cards. Oh, House of Cards. Yeah, I remember House of Cards. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Before, before, the great. Whole, before the whole sex scandal thing. Yeah, I be before the whole sex scandal. But I, but till but honestly, House of Cards is great. was great. It's great. I it's love it until until the final season. Until they cut it off uh, abruptly, it was still great. Still great. Still, still great. great. So. When they create House of Cards, a lot of people would not believe that this rental company yeah. would slash this streaming, streaming company, company would be able to produce such se- such high quality series. Correct, yeah. but they reinvented. Hmm? 
Apple before that was already doing streaming services, but they did not reinvent yet. And because of that, I feel today that market share is so yes. far behind that. Right. Apple movies are far behind. Apple TV is far, far, far behind. Right. Um, so now that they are in a good position, uh, I mean, the interviewer tried to get some future direction, but they said at this point of time, there's nothing much to reinvent. They're at the correct formula of today's times. There's no need yet. But now they're reinventing um, their way of retaining talent. Mm-hmm. So once upon a time, they would hire people at whatever the price. If you can produce, they would hire. Mm-hmm. The, the sound belief is that if they're going to pay someone three times the salary of another regular person, but he can produce ten times the efficiency mm-hmm. and results, why not? Why not, yeah. Because it will balance us out. Yep. And now that markets are, again, quite stagnant in terms of skills, everyone is actually very highly skilled, so now it's a matter of retention. Mm-hmm. Uh, they reinvent their employment by saying people are now not looking just at money. They're looking at all the side perks and satisfaction, mm-hmm. such as like, vacation leaves, um, flexi hours, stuff like that. So they started things which is the no no rules rule is vacation. Take as much vacation as you want. There's a non, no limit annual leave rule. There's a no limit uh, claims rule and petty cash rule. You want to, and then if you need to fly, you fly. You want to use business, business. You need first class, first class. But you need to sort of like justify, not justify, think ahead that is this good for the company. That's it. So the discussion went into what if someone overuses their vacation leaves? Yeah. What if someone overclaims? What if someone purposely wants to fly business class all the time? And he says, if I am going to be so petty with all this, the rules will never end. Yep. But these people who misuse they will eventually feel unhappy anyway. Yes, that's right. That's right. And they will find the door out by themselves. Yep, that's true. Because they are never happy. Yep. They are trying to cheat the system all the time. Yeah, that's right. And for me, that was like, wow, that is an amazing reinvention of a company's philosophy. And and we're talking about a company's reinvention. So coming back, um, if we talk about someone who wants to reinvent your, in your COVID time, you need to really look into all this upskilling, changing the way mm-hmm. that you do things. You have to start thinking out of the box. Orthodox thinking is no longer it's it's pretty much a thing of the past. Yeah, I think I think the regular the regular thinking is thinking out of the box. Mm-hmm. Right, you no longer you you no longer need to think in or 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 think is is it you no? Know, are my peers doing the same things? Mm-hmm. Uh, is the industry going to accept it? You have to. F- you you basically have to push back. Basically, if your peers are doing it, don't do it. Mm. You ask yourself, are my peers doing it? If my peers are not doing it, then I should do it. But if they're doing it, but you can do like, or you can do better, two steps yeah. better, do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to be two steps better, yeah. or at least one and a half steps better. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. you you can't just be the same thing. Yeah, that's um, true. Okay, that's true. I'll, I'll tell you why this green screen is here, because a lot of people say they can do it. They mm. can do a whole green screen. Mm. They can do everything nicely for you. But a lot of people I've seen, after we they've been engaged, subpar. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people give a subpar. Subpar. The ones who are good charge the freaking charge high premium. Lot, yes. Freaking high premium just for something like that. And, and, and at the end of it, I said, I can take middle ground. I can take middle ground. 
and that's the flexibility and fluidity of customers these days they're very fluid they're mm. no longer your fellow who is a damsel in distress so you got to reinvent if you're not going to do a good service at at, at at one and a half steps ahead of your your yeah. your peers you better not do it yeah so better reinvent yourself and do something that uh, others are doing yep. having said such we've just got a couple of minutes left to before we mm. hit the hour again let's give some ideas let's give some 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 basic examples okay. if you can throw in even some numbers or even anything at all on what some people can reinvent themselves i'll, s- I'll, s- I'll keep i'll start the ball rolling okay, so that sure. you so that you can you can you can think ahead mm. so um burger store okay now this is stupid because i've thought about it even okay. back in uni all right all right okay so what's so special about burger everyone likes burgers yep, everyone rumley burger i love rumley burger now the only problem with, 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 with a lot of these burgers out there is number one they don't really cook a good burger. Number two, okay. they use lousy buns. Oh, true. Number three, they all taste the same. Mm-hmm. Now, I've done this with, uh, calculation before. What if they did something like the prosperity burger? Okay. Okay. You just need to do what? You have steamed beef patty. Now you need mm-hmm. a black pepper sauce. Okay. Right. So black pepper sauce easy to make, and because McDonald's only runs it only short like time once, once a year, a year kind once of a year short period of time, you can run it the whole year round. Okay, then you add in maybe a bit of cheese if you want, because McDonald's doesn't have cheese. Yep. They use uh, plain Holland, um, the white onion. Yep. Now, if you butterfly your onion, it tastes even better. Mm-hmm. Caramelized onion. So I've got at least caramelized onion and, and the whole black pepper sauce. It tastes really great. Your total cost, right, is not going to be very much higher. Mm-hmm. But now, you are one step ahead of everyone, because nobody has this. True. You have it. And I'm only saying one burger. I'm not saying any other burger. And again, it was not an original idea. We copycat from McDonald's. Yep. If you sold a burger and you make, let's say, a profit of, let's say, about three ringgit, people are willing to pay, let's say, about five or six mm. for that burger. And trust me, the cost can actually be about three ringgit only. Mm-hmm. So you make about three ringgit per burger, okay? And you started a store and you told yourself, okay, if I started a store and I'm going to hire someone else to do it, and tell the fella, each burger profit is three ringgit. Mm-hmm. The first ten burgers profit is mine. Okay. Thirty ringgit. The rest of it, you do, you keep. Okay. Now, take away the cost of, of, of operations. Mm. Okay. Everything else is yours to keep. Right. I only need 30 ringgit from you. 30 ringgit times 30 days is 900. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. 900. And the cost of setting up the whole business is not very high. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. And you're providing employment to someone. Yes, you're right. And you're giving an opportunity to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But all That's you true. want is 30 ringgit a day. That's true. 30 days is 900. One store. You just need a couple Two of stores like thousand yeah. eight. Ten store nine thousand. Mm-hmm. In give I've just given away a formula to make nine thousand bucks, right? By by mm-hmm. opening up ten burger stores. And we're not talking about fancy things. Yep. Right? No bloody renovation. Mm. It's just a store. Yep. So basically what you're what you're selling is you're actually selling a so everybody needs to eat. Yes. Right. Like it or not, right? You you need to eat at least once a day. Correct. Right. So, and you want things that you can eat yes. every day. Yeah, and you want things you, that you can eat every day. So, end of the day, right? No, no matter which industry is failing, the food and beverage indus- industry is still there. Even yes. though it's it's a very brutal in- industry to actually be in, however, people still need to eat. People yes. are willing, and Malaysians being Malaysians, we are still willing to pay. We are willing to yeah, eat. We are willing to pay yeah. food, man. So, now then, the thing is, y- what you're doing is you are telling people to upskill themselves in terms of management. It means they need to now manage not only themselves, they Correct. need to manage other, other people as well. Yes. So they need to learn the skills of management, mm. right? So then 
you then need to go and read up on management skills again read on finance and how to actually finance the, the entire burger store mm-hmm. and how to actually calculate and, and actually how to actually pay these people yes yeah so it's part of part and parcel of upskilling, upskilling. end of the day it's part and parcel of upskilling right for me it's very simple it's always about sales and marketing you have a product or, y- or you have a service. If nobody knows about it, uh, if nobody knows about it, yeah. it, it can be the best product, best burger in the world. Yes. But if nobody has ever tasted it, is it still the best burger in the world? Correct. So you need to be able to sell it. Mm. You need to be able to market it. So marketing and sales is very different. S- marketing is telling people mm. it's the best. Mm. Sales is then approaching people and asking them to buy. To buy. Now, sales is not easy. Sales and you and I do it on a regular basis. It's all about humility. Yes, it's about putting yourself all the way down, all the way down, all the way down. Talking at the yeah. common language. Talking at at the common language. Yes. Putting away your ego aside. Yes. And a lot of people aren't willing to do it. Correct. Unfortunately, the one thing that sells is always sales. Yes. Right. A salesman never goes hungry because the mm. sales skills can be replicated anywhere industry, yes right? if you can sell if imagine this if you can sell a burger you can sell real estate mm. you can sell heavy machineries mm. you can sell anything you can sell any service yes it's just what product you're, you're, you're selling correct but the skill is there and you need to be able to learn the skill mm. so sales skills I, w- I, w- I would still say sales skills are still i would say the fundamental skills to learn mm. if you want to survive no end of the day even if you're not selling anything you're selling yourself when you, when you when you go attend interviews, yes, you're selling yourself. Yes. You need to sell your you skills. You want the product, correct? So even if you learn the sales skills and you're unable to sell a single product, you can sell yourself. Mm. Right? You can then convince your future employer mm. how great of an employee you are. Yes, and what and what value you can bring. That to it's their a industry. waste if they yeah. did not hire you exactly. at the price you wanted. Exactly. Oh, that's even yeah, better. Yeah, exactly. So if you ask me, the one thing that everyone should learn mm. is learn how to sell. Correct. I totally agree with you. Uh, Inky, I'm, act- I'm actually currently um, reading a book now. It's all, it's all about selling. Oh. It's by Brian Tracy. Ah, Brian so Tracy. Um, so it's about cool. how to close a sale. Ah. You know, I, I, I've been doing sales, but it doesn't mean I can't read. And and I tell you, it's a fantastic book. Yes. The, way, the way that he says. Now, um, one of the things he says is that encyclopedia salesman. Yes. He and and he says statistics has shown if you are a successful su- encyclopedia, encyclopedia salesman, salesman, you can sell no, anything in the of world. Of course. You imagine, guys. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, Inky, a lot of people don't know what encyclopedia is. Uh, okay. Uh, for <laughs> to <laughs> they know to what Wikipedia is. To, to, no to people born uh, to people born after the nineties, I think. I, I have a feeling they've never seen a single <laughs> encyclopedia <laughs> in their lives. <laughs> oh man! I, By then was Encarta. Okay. Oh, that Encarta is one thing. Microsoft no, no, no. Encarta. That was Microsoft Encarta. Imagine before Encarta, it was uh Britannica. Yes. Britannica. I've got I've got Britannica sitting at home in my parents' hey, place. I, I have I the, have the blue Britannica. Set of Britannica. And then my dad's got another um American encyclopedia. Yes, that as well. Uh, so. FYI is Wikipedia printed out. Yes. It's basically it's basically the entire Google printed out from A to Z. A to Z. And then you have all these books sitting in your library. Usually about <laughs> twenty five to thirty plus volumes. Plus, 20 plus. 
The index is one volume. Yes. <laughs> the index is usually one. And then certain uh, certain uh, certain uh, um, popular popular alphabets like the letter S or something like that has usually two two volumes. Two volumes? Now what we're trying to say is you're trying to sell people thirty something dry. books. Yeah. Three zero books. Yeah. <laughs> In a lump sum, and it's not cheap, man. It's not cheap, not cheap. It's and you cheap. are not going through any channel. You're actually knocking on their doors, and saying, "Hello, sir, would you like to buy thirty books? Pay upfront, or we will swipe your credit card, and you can pay over twelve months." Mm-hmm. Now that's the gist of it. Now think about it. If you thought selling perfume is difficult, try oh, no. try selling thirty oh, books. Most people don't even want to buy one book. Yeah. This is thirty books. Yeah. And they're very successful. Yes. So the top encyclopedia salespeople are actually at the top of their game. They can basically sell anything. They can sell anything. Yeah. They can basically sell ice to Eskimos. No, 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 no. <laughs> the Eskimos will call them and say, I want to pre-order <laughs> ice for winter. <laughs> <laughs> I love your ice. I want to order it for winter. Our six months winter, we need your ice. Yes. So That's how good they yeah. are. So reinvent yourself. Learn sales. Um, Learn sales. If anything... Um, personally, I can only recommend Brian Tracy because officially he's the first sales book that I've actually picked up. I've picked up a lot of other books, but it's always about management, self-improvement, yeah. uh, biographies. But sales book, that's the first one I can think of. Brian Tracy, it's a good start. Uh, word fonts are quite big. Ah, good, good, good. But that, that is important. <laughs> about 200 pages, easy read, a lot of examples. In fact, a lot of it is like reading a, a nice storybook. They'll tell so many stories and examples, but it's relatable. Mm-hmm. Even tells you how to handle rejection. If someone says, yes. oh, it's too expensive, he's even got the answer. Okay, if they say that, this is what you should yep. answer or what you should start thinking. Mm-hmm. So reinvent yourself and start looking into sales. Yeah. Uh, and, and I agree. If, if anything, if you're out of a job and you are doing something uh, just to buy time, make sure whatever time left that you have, Upskill yourself. Yeah. Don't don't Skill don't yourself. don't waste time watching TV. Don't watch yeah. Netflix. Don't 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 go on your PS4 yeah. or PS5. You know, pick up a sales book. Yes, read pick up a, sales book. a sales book. If don't don't bother with self help. Don't don't read chickens. Yeah, don't read all this chicken, chicken soup, soup for your soul, soul and thing, all. This, you know, yeah. Th- yeah. Th- those are for your depressing yeah, phase. Yeah, 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 yeah. But get out of it. Yeah, M- move towards that. Yes, and and upskill yourself by learning the skill of selling. It's mm probably the most important thing. Yeah, it is the most um, important skill. You'd be surprised. I've, I, uh, my, my wife's relatives, there's one, uh, one guy who used to sell cars. Mm. And don't sell cheap cars. Sell expensive mm. cars. You want to sell, sell, go all out. He, sell, he sold BMWs. And he sold so many of them that he could actually drive the Z4. And he, he let me drive once. It was the first time I ever drove a convertible. My itch was scratched. Ah, good, good, good. Then I realized it's a shitty car, so I, n- <laughs> <laughs> so I never want to buy a convertible in my life anymore. <laughs> ah. It's not really a shitty car, but what I thought did not resonate yes. with reality anymore. And yes, you just say, ah, okay, save money, forget about it. Let's look at the other things. Yes, 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 yep. So, guys, reinvent yourself. Um, yes. Don't feel depressed. Feel it as an advantage that yeah. you have a chance to reinvent yourself yeah. and upskill and because if you're in your regular job you'll never be able to upskill yes yeah that's true because if you're in your regular job you're 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 in that whole mundane thing you wake up you go to work you come back mm. and the cycle just repeats itself mm. over and over again and you are you are never given a chance to 
move into something which you've never tested or or you or you've never tried. Correct. And and the end of the day, you know, if you have read about all this all this uh, autobiography of all these successful people, you know, they they were doing this and suddenly they did something else. It's all because they all reinvented themselves. They reinvented, and yeah. they usually reinvent at the lowest point. Yes. And if you're at your lowest point, this it's an opportunity. Chance. Yeah. Because this no, is your chance. not everyone is at that point. Yeah. And exactly. Take it as a gift mm. that you could, rather than think of it as a curse that you're you are you have to live with. It's not exactly. a curse. Exactly. It's actually a, a gift. Yeah. And uh, more often than not, we always say, uh, you don't appreciate my my thoughts. You don't appreciate." You know, you're so old-fashioned. Mm. This is the modern way of thinking. I mean, how many times you felt that in in uh, while working for someone? Yeah. This is your chance to show that that modern thinking that you once thought you had can actually be yeah. a reality. Yeah. And remember, always remember this: if this is the lowest point in your life, there's nowhere else to correct to go. Correct. But up. Yeah. Unless you one place to go. You wanna go six foot unknown and you don't ah, do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's lower than that. I would I would advise I would you advise to advise you not to do that. <laughs> I would advise you to do anything else but that. Yeah. Alright, so with that, um guys, we are thankful that uh, you guys are with us for all you know, twenty three episodes. Yeah, twenty three episodes I'm twenty three weeks. Man. Um when when should we call off and say season two? We we're on season one, so I we s- take no year la, end no or la. we go off all fifty two. I, w- I would say we go all fifty two oh and crazy. say this is uh, season two. After all right, so season right. two will start after fifty two episodes. Yeah, we are more episodes. longer running than any <laughs> other TV series. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And with that, thank you so much. Good night to all of you. And this is Doctor Ellie. And this is Doctor Inky from the Two Dumps. Yeah, see you next time. We'll never